Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2470. Today, we're celebrating the new and upcoming event for RM Sotheby's Miami auction takes place at Moda Miami. It's an event that starts on February 29th and goes through March 2nd with two days of auctions from RM Sotheby's taking place at the historic Biltmore Hotel in stunning Coral Gables, Florida. Doesn't Florida sound nice right about now? Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Blenheim, Ontario, with a very special guest by the name of Tess Skamen. Tess, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Yeah, let's go. All right, we're going to have some fun. I had a few days ago your colleague, Thatcher, on the show, and we talked a lot about this upcoming event and some specifics on cars. So today, I'm looking forward for you to share with me this very unique new venue for RM Sotheby's. And before I give you a more proper introduction, I would like to break the ice this way. What's one little thing that people don't know about you, Tess? One thing that a lot of people don't know about me is that I played NCAA golf in the U.S. I'm originally Canadian. I've been born and raised in Canada, but I went to school in the States for golf scholarship. Whoa, very cool. All right. Well, that sounds like fun. Do you still play golf today? On occasion, I kind of took a break after I graduated, but I'm learning how to have fun with it again and get back into it. Well, I've had plenty of guests on the show that had a sport in college or before college or even after college. And then, yeah, the seriousness of that takes some of the fun away. So I'm glad to hear that uh, you're getting some of that yeah. back. Yeah, it's a great sport. I tried it for a while, but uh, that windmill thing, I couldn't get the ball through the windmill and the clown at the end really freaked me <laughs> out. So I don't play that game <laughs> Yeah, I actually live, I live on a golf course, but um, I don't play golf. So it looks fun. It looks very hard, actually. Uh, you know, everyone thinks, oh, how hard is that? Well, go out and try to hit a golf ball. Good luck, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's not that easy. Well, let me give you a proper introduction here. Tess Gaiman is a client account manager at RM Sotheby's, where since joining in June of 2021, she has already had the opportunity to experience a multitude of auctions from their earliest beginnings to the hammer of the final lot. She craves new, uncertain experiences that's rooted deep in family trips spent crossing Canada's wide expanses as a child and temporarily relocating to South Korea under an exchange program in her elementary school years. Wow, that had to be a, a forming of your character for sure. Tess yeah. prefers a life in motion, adversity included. At RM, Tess helps guide clients along the path of acquiring their dream cars. Her work at RM allows her to feed the travel bug that's had its clamps on her since a young age. She always stays active and looks forward to the opportunity to take a break and go off somewhere new on her own. Ah, an adventurer. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our sponsor, so give them a little love. We're going to Florida. It's going to be nice. Buckle up. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take charge of your financial future? then let me introduce you to Capitalize Your Finances. It's an online course designed to empower you with the knowledge and tools for mastering your money. This course will help you lay out the ins and outs of budgeting, the importance of emergency funds, investing strategies, and how to plan 
for a secure retirement. All this presented by financial planner Chris Paniotu. Chris has developed this course to help you effectively navigate your world of finance with confidence. Stop stressing about money and start taking control. Enroll in Capitalize Your Finance online course today and pave your way to financial success. To learn more, go to CapitalizePodcast.com slash courses, or better yet, go to the Cars yeah! website, show notes page for today's show, and click on the link under Capitalize Your Finances. You'll be glad you did. Do it today. Hey, Cars yeah! listeners, have you ever considered producing and hosting your own automotive podcast? Here's your chance to have a really fun ride. I'm ready to hand over the keys of the Cars yeah! mic for the next inspiring automotive enthusiast. This is your chance to jump in the driver's seat and set off on a journey in a finely sorted, expertly tuned, and trusted business. The processes and procedures are in place, and it's running on all 12 cylinders. Imagine spending your days talking with interesting people from all over the world, running your own business, and doing it with an established brand that includes a built-in audience. Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah! If this sounds like fun, reach out to me via email, please, and I will share more. Like any classic car, this ride isn't ready to be parked in a barn and forgotten. You can find me at mark at carsyad.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey, guess what? Some of you regular listeners will remember back in 2019, I created uh, 10, 11 shows called Cars Yeah! TV, where I went to some fabulous locations of past Cars Yeah! guests, and we did a TV show about it. Well, they're up on the Cars Yeah! YouTube channel. So go check it out at YouTube. Just type in Cars Yeah! and the shows will be there for you to enjoy. I hope you have fun watching. So Tess, we are back. I wanted to ask you a couple things about this upcoming event because this is something very new, not only for RM, but I understand it's the first year of Moda Miami. And before we get into the details of that, I do want to ask you because this background of yours in adventure and travel how did that inspire you to want to get into the RM Sotheby's world of auctions? Have you always considered yourself an inspiring automotive enthusiast? Um, not necessarily. I didn't grow up around cars. I didn't really have much involvement. I had a few uncles that had classic trucks or Harley Davidsons, but nothing really extreme. I kind of stumbled on this opportunity as just kind of a by chance thing. And once I learned a little bit more about what RM Sotheby's was, what they stand for, what they do. Um, I thought it might be a great fit. I don't necessarily have the car knowledge, but I have the client exchange, client experience knowledge. And it was a great way to incorporate my travel, my love for travel and my adventurous side with also being able to be around people and do that sort of thing on the road. Absolutely. I would imagine now that you've been doing this for a little bit, you're turning into a bit of a car enthusiast. I've got to believe. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. My knowledge is coming slowly. So maybe don't question me on that. No, I don't worry. I won't do that. But I'll tell you, the great thing about the car world that you've experienced is being around automotive enthusiasts. All of us love to help people learn more about the cars. And I'll tell you, that's what RM Sotheby's and my long history with RM Sotheby's is all about is you guys certainly know a lot about the cars. You know how to take care of clients. And in this case, you know how to put on a great show. So I want to talk about this new Miami event because what you've done, 
in my understanding, is you've wrapped your two-day auction around this thing called Moda Miami. So let's kind of take a little walk through what that is. Could you give me your first thoughts or impressions on if somebody said, what's Moda Miami? Moda Miami is the first of its kind. You see Concord shows across the United States and Europe. They all kind of have a traditional feel to them. And basically what this is meant to represent is something new, something fresh, something exciting that's never been done before. It's a different take on showing cars on the lawn. Yeah, and a lot more than that, because first and foremost, it takes place February 29th through March 3rd, with the last two days being your guys' auctions. But <laughs> this is a, a really unique thing. And, and I was looking at your website, the Mona Miami website, and it talked about being the ultimate automotive experience on the East Coast, a multi-day celebration of world-class motor cars, culture, and the ultimate in luxury experiences. So that made me think, okay, what's going on? So let's start with the venue, the Biltmore Hotel at Coral Gables. This is a landmark facility, right? Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a very historic property. It has lots of history, lots of monument behind it, lots of experiences and things that have happened there that have been significant. And uh, we thought it was the perfect place for us to make history as well with having our first automotive event of this kind for Moto Miami. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. And we'll start with the first day because a check-in day is always fun when cars are there and people are there. And one of the things that you guys always have is a auction review. Yeah. And can you tell me a little bit about how the cars are going to be displayed? Because my understanding is you're going to have the auction inside, but the cars are going to be sitting outside. Yeah. So a few days before the actual Moto Miami event starts, we will have our RM Sotheby's auction cars on display. Those will be on the Biltmore Golf Course out on their grounds. And um, they'll be scattered throughout the, the golf course waiting for the rest of the show cars to arrive with them. Well, that sounds pretty cool. And what a great setting looking at the pictures of that facility. I've never been there before, but it reminds me a lot of a place I have been, and that is the Breakers uh, at uh, West Palm Beach, where they have the Cavalino event. So the lawns and palm trees and the ocean and this historic building, which is just, you can see it for miles and miles. It's got that beautiful tower. So you've picked a really neat environment. So let's start with uh, the first day check-in. The cars are out on the grass and the palm trees are swaying in the, the sun. And I know you guys are going to have a, uh, I guess it's called a welcome aperitif, which is a an evening kind of social gathering and so forth. But then we get into Friday, March 1st, which is the first day of the auction. Do I have that right? Yep, exactly correct. So our first day of the sale is Friday. Next day is Saturday. And I understand there's also going to be a Moto Miami cruise where people are going to be driving cars and so forth. I know that's not part of RMs, but it's an interesting part of the, the multi-day event. Yeah. Any chance you're going to be driving something fun that day? I wish. I'll probably be out on the show field or helping coordinate things in that regard. But yeah, the cruise is meant to be the kickoff for the the entrance to have a chance to bring our cars out, take them for a drive through Coral Gables. It's a really um, fun, quaint town of Coral Gables, and they will drive through to the Vizcaya Museum and Gardens and then make a few other stops along the way and end back up at the Biltmore to have a nice luncheon to get to know all the other entrants, have a little mingle, and um, start the weekend off right. Sounds like fun. And I understand there may be a celebrity chef in the evening, or some kind of an evening venue for a meal? 
Yeah. So Friday night, we have partnered with Carbone from Major Food Group. And we actually will have celebrity chef Mario Carbone there himself. Um, so this is a pretty exclusive dinner that we're excited to bring to the Moda Miami event. And it will be lots of fun food and drinks. It will be the signature Carbone menu, um, wine pairings, and being able to have that dinner experience with Mario Carbone himself plating up your meal is not one that you get the opportunity to jump at every day. Nice. So we're really excited to be able to offer that exclusively to our um, Moda Miami guests for that weekend. All right. That sounds like fun. And then, uh, of course, the auction day one. Do we know at this point how many cars are going to be rolling over the, uh, the auction block on day one? Um, I don't know the total for day one, but fine between the two. We are still accepting consignments at this point, um, just putting a few things up. So final numbers to come. But we're expecting about 60 cars between the two days. And it will be a pretty stellar lineup that is more geared towards Miami-based cars. So um, young timers, era stuff, supercars, things like that, that really fit the vibe of the Biltmore, but also Miami. Well, that's what Thatcher was telling me, kind of an up-and-comers type auction, although there yeah. will be some wonderful old car Packards and uh, Duesenbergs yeah, and sure. Mercedes, but there's also a lot of up-and-comers. We talked a bit about all the M3s, which uh, I've got an M3 in my garage, so it's mm-hmm. kind of fun to know that my car I bought almost 20 years ago is, is now a collectible type car. So see if you just hold the car long yeah. enough, eventually the, the value will come back exactly. around. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah. Know. You never know. And then day two, there's a couple interesting things. Uh, there's something called the Magic Hour at Moda. Yeah. What is that? That is a really great opportunity for the diehards of the car show world to be able to have that special experience of seeing the cars enter the show field. So that's our first day of uh, Moda Miami. And so all of the cars will be rolling onto the show field and they'll basically get that first look as the sun is rising in Miami to see everything that we'll have on offer for the week, or at least for the first day. Now, I understand there's going to be about 150 cars on what they call a curated show field. So in a way, this is a car show, not so much a concours, if I've got that right, but a car show of some really exquisite vehicles. Can you tell me maybe kind of what people will see there? Our idea for um, this car show is to keep it slightly less traditional in the sense that um, anything goes. So we have collections instead of classes. Uh, you'll notice that we have our Moda Miami show field. And then we also have the um, 100 clubs within the Mo- Moda Miami show field. We have about 10 to 12 different collections is what we're calling them. They are slightly less traditional in the sense of not necessarily doing American classics, European classics. We're still involving the classics in there, but kind of broadening the search. And so we have um, categories such as Back to the Future. We have the Gullwing Legacy. We have the Raging Bulls. So it kind of opens the criteria a bit more to as to what we can see. And then the judging style is also slightly less traditional as it will be peer-to-peer judging, where it's more so encouraging car collectors to show what they have and make it less about the best of the best. The white glove effect. Yeah, exactly. And, and more so just embracing car culture as a whole. Great. Sounds like a lot of fun. And another thing I noticed, of course, this is also day two of the 
auction. Uh, they're just Saturday, March 2nd. So there'll be more cars available. And again, I'll put links to the Arm Sotheby's website. So you can see the different lots that are going to be available. Lots of really cool things to look at. One of the things I noticed is the Concours en Nuit, uh, which you call a magical starlit celebration. This is something kind of different. Yeah, we wanted to have sort of a kickoff dinner celebration for uh, that was slightly uh, broader in the sense that we can have a few more participants at that one. So we're expecting a couple hundred of guests there and wanted to just be a celebration of what the weekend represents. It will be just like a strolling dinner with drinks and um, some surprise entertainment that I can't reveal Uh yet. (laughs) But something (laughs) just just a a celebration of car collectors um, alike to get together, gather and be on the Biltmore grounds, take in the show field from afar, but also have the opportunity to mingle around up close at night, which not everyone will have the opportunity to do. Um, so it's just a unique way of showing the cars rather than the traditional on the show field during the nice. day. Sounds like a really fun event. And then, of course, Sunday, March 3rd, there's a different show that's the Ultimate Supercar Showcase. Do I have that right? I yeah. understand there'll be 100, maybe more curated supercars in hypercars. So that gets us into what's happening today in the wild car world in Miami. Yeah, for sure. So the the biggest difference on the Sunday is exactly like you said, we'll have the 100 Club, which is meant to be uh, a dedicated show of 100 of not just Miami's, but the world's most impressive supercars, hypercars. Um, They'll be displayed out on the 10th fairway and We'll have a special moment in the morning where everyone will get to see them roll in and get a first look at them and see kind of what the hottest of the hottest are. Oh, my gosh. Well, it sounds like an action-packed multi-day event that's going to be be so much fun. I wanted to have a little bit of fun here learning more about you as it relates to these car shows. So stick with me here, but I think you'll understand where I'm going with this. I always ask people about a special vehicle in their life. And I'm wondering if there's a special vehicle in your life. And if not, because you're still a young woman from the where I stand. Everybody's young. <laughs> but is there a car that when you look back, and I know I mentioned in your intro that you and your family have taken some trips across Canada. Uh, this uh, exchange student program when you're young in South Korea is very interesting. But is there one vehicle that kind of stands out for you in your past? Um, like I kind of mentioned earlier, I didn't really have an exposure to the car world as a kid up into my teens. So my most special car story is kind of actually recently, now that I've had more exposure to the industry. Oh, great. I had the opportunity. We have an RM Sotheby's auction in Monterey, California every year during car week out there. And after that was all buttoned up and over with, um, I had the opportunity to take a 1977 Porsche 911 Turbo that is factory color, factory oak green metallic, and drive that from Monterey, California, all the way back to LA, um, where my boyfriend lives. So it was a really uh, fun experience for me and my first time spending that much time with a car. And it was just really exciting to be able to go up the coast, spend some time with it, and not really even hear each other speak. (laughs) (laughs) Just hearing the car the whole way was just a new experience for me and something that it did just recently happen, but it's something that I have, that I know I wouldn't have had the opportunity for if I wasn't in the the career position that I am. So 
that's something that's special. Whoa. Okay. Now you're tugging on my heartstrings here, Tess, because my listeners know <laughs> I'm a, a Porsche fanatic. I've had lots of Porsches. I, I just sold a couple, well, about a year and a half ago, a car I'd had for 15 years. It was a 1987 Porsche Turbo. Uh, it was a very unique color painted at the factory, metallic orange, but I called it my orange crush because I love that car. <laughs> this is the first gen turbo, which is even more radical in many ways. As you know, they call that the Widowmaker. I've got to ask, what were your impressions of being in that first gen turbo, which is a very iconic car, very rough and raw, if you will, especially compared to today's cars. What were some of your impressions of that ride? I would say that it's definitely not the first car that I would choose for a cross-country road trip, just in the sense that you're right, it is very rough and raw. Um, for the the purpose of driving it from Monterey to LA, it was exactly what I wanted and expected it to be. We had the windows down the whole way. We had no music. There's no radio in it. There's no air. It was just kind of a throwback um, yeah. to my early childhood days. And just being able to have that experience in, in the car was something that I didn't ever anticipate being able to have. And as rough as it was, it was really, really fun. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I'll give you a little tip. Next time you're in there, if you get a little cold, there's a little lever down by the emergency brake handle. If you pull that up, it'll get hot in that car. It works really well, having had many old 911s. So let's go to the ultimate drive. I'm a bit of an enabler. If I could put you in any vehicle in the world, don't worry about the cost because I'll pay for it. And if you could drive it anywhere you would like, with anybody you would like, including somebody from the past that's no longer with us, somebody from history, what would the ultimate drive look like for you? So I have always loved watching movies with my dad, and they're usually some type of horror action thriller movie. And it's definitely not a supercar by any means, or even probably a constable, but Driving in the movie from the Born, the movie The Born Identity, driving in the old mini that he gets into his car chase with, uh -huh. with Marie in the passenger seat, is kind of exactly what I would love to do. I'd love to be the passenger with Jason Bourne or Matt Damon, and I don't even really know who they're running for in that, running from in that scene, but. To be in the red Mini Cooper with Jason Bourne <laughs> just on the run, drinking left and right in the streets of Paris is exactly how I would picture my dream drive. Wow. Now, that's a unique answer to that question. Very unique, for <laughs> sure. Little Mini Cooper, yeah, they're, they're fun, fun little cars. The old ones are extra special. Have you ever had a chance to drive a real old Mini Cooper? No, I haven't. Okay. I'm just waiting for Matt Damon. Okay. Well, I'll give him a call and I'll have him drop by since this is uh, the ultimate drive. I've got those kind of powers. So I'll give him a call. Jason Bourne. I love those series. The great movies. Yeah. And those people that were chasing him, they were the bad guys. <laughs> Before I let you go and I ask you for some parting words of inspiration, wisdom, what are some of the different ticket types? Because when you look back at Moda Miami, there are so many different opportunities for people to experience this of course they can do everything if they want but what are some of the different ticket types that are available and where can people go to find these and buy them yeah um all of our tickets are available on our website which is just motomiami.com um, when you get to our ticketing page you'll see that we have 
two unique ticketing opportunities to join us for the weekend. Um, we have our general access that gets you onto the show field and in and amongst all of the special cars that we talked about. But we also have a partnership with Casa Tua. So we have a Casa Tua Club at Moda ticket type that we're extending, which gives you access to a Casa Tua Club lounge, which will be inside the billboard. And that is some of the top cuisine that you can find. And so we're, we're really excited to be able to offer that for our clients to experience either for one day or throughout the weekend, whatever ticket type they choose. And um, we'll have some select entertainment in there as well, which will come out shortly. Um, but we are just really excited to be able to give that client experience of that home away from home feeling that Casa Tua really represents in their um, everyday club that typically you do have to be a member to access. But we're we're excited to be able to offer that in a um, ticket. Wow. Very cool. Well, again, listeners, I'll put links to all of these opportunities for a wonderful adventure on Tess's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. But you can also just go to RM Sotheby's website. They've got links there or Moda, M-O-D-A, Miami.com, and you can learn all about it and join. Could you leave us with some parting words of maybe inspiration, wisdom, or thoughts about attending Moda Miami or RM Sotheby's this coming, well, the end of February, actually? Um, yeah, I would say that Moda Miami has been something that is a new venture for us that is not something that maybe everybody would do. And it's something that RM Sotheby's, uh, both RM Sotheby's and Moda stand for is that it's, it's always good to be comfortable and good at what you do, but it's even better if you can push past that and kind of break those boundaries and try something new, try something out of the ordinary, whether people think you'll be successful at it or not, doesn't mean that it's a reason not to try it. Um, so that's, that's what we're doing. And that also applies in everyday life. It's, it's great to be comfortable, but it's also a really great feeling to be uncomfortable. That goes back to my introduction of you, Tess. And I love that about you is try new things, new adventures, because you never know. So don't say no. And don't say no to Mono Miami. Go check this out. Sounds like a spectacular event and a nice time of the year to get out of the cold and go enjoy the sunshine. Again, Moto Miami takes place February 29th through March 2nd. The beautiful and historic Biltmore Hotel in stunning Coral Gables, Florida. I'll put links on Tess's show notes page. And a shout out to your colleague there, Kate, who introduced me to Tess. So, Kate, thank you for bringing Tess to the show. Very nice of you. Uh, great addition to the Cars yeah lineup. Tess, thank you for taking a break out of what is a very busy schedule as you prepare for Moda Miami. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road at Moda Miami. Great. Thanks, Mark. Look forward to seeing you soon. It'll be fun. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. 
Did you know that less than 3% of all automotive technicians in the United States are women? You may not be surprised, but you should be concerned because our country is facing a massive technician shortage right now. Skilled, qualified techs are in high demand, and we need young women and men to consider these careers as a viable path to a fulfilling life. I've interviewed hundreds of women in the automotive sector here on Cars Yeah, and I know that women make great techs. That's why I support the nonprofit Tech Force Foundation and its Women Techs Rock initiative to ensure women see themselves in the profession, the industry, and the workforce. Learn more at techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.